We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Accused drug kingpin Mustafa Balouch was planning to sail from far north Queensland to Indonesia and then to Thailand before finally taking a flight to Eastern Europe to see powerful crime friends. Balouch's efforts to flee the country came unstuck at about 1am on Wednesday when the truck in which he was hiding was stopped at a checkpoint on the New South Wales and Queensland border. The Daily Telegraph can reveal police intelligence suggests that had Balouch made it across the border, he was set to travel by sea to Asia before finally catching a plane to the Balkans where he has a number of high-profile underworld pals, chief among them exiled drug lord Vaso Ulik. If he got overseas, it would have been years and millions of dollars before we got our hands on him again, one senior police source said. Once in Asia, he could have island hopped and then gone on to the Balkans and other rich and powerful figures would have been available to him. So it's very good police work by all involved to get him before it was too late. The Belouche breakthrough was a major relief for New South Wales police who had been left to pick up the pieces after Magistrate Michael Crompton's decision to grant Belouche bail in October on charges of importing $270 million worth of cocaine from Ecuador. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. A rain bomb has swept through New South Wales and triggered flooding in parts as the state braces for more than a month's worth of rainfall in just three days. Thunderstorms lashed much of the state's coastline on Wednesday, dumping more than 44 millimetres of rain in central New South Wales and triggering flooding in the Riverina. The wild weather caused traffic chaos for commuters and damaged homes and cars, with the state emergency service reporting that it attended 130 calls for help. A dozen children had to be rescued from a school bus in Narrabri after being stranded by floodwaters. It comes as a wet front driven by a tropical air mass from northern Australia begins soaking parts of New South Wales as part of a three-day rain event. The worst of the rain is set to hit on Thursday and Friday, the Bureau of Meteorology predicts, with more than 150 millimetres of rainfall expected in coming days. And we'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. The crippled inner west light rail fleet was deemed to be in good condition by government bureaucrats less than a year ago, with the track assessed to be in excellent, adequate condition. Less than 12 months after Transport for New South Wales projected the fleet to remain in good condition by 2030, and all 12 trams have been taken out of action for up to 18 months, with officials still clueless about what caused major cracking in the fleet. It can also be revealed that in financial year 2019-2020, the plague trams met a key reliability target in only one out of 12 months. Transport Minister Rob Stokes has also failed to give a guarantee that the Spanish manufacturer of 12 cracked tram carriages would pay for the repairs. The cracks have been blamed on a design fault, but the Spanish
Danish manufacturer has suggested the damage may have been caused by running the trams on poorly maintained tracks or even because the trams were travelling too fast. The speculation that tracks had been poorly maintained comes despite officials deeming the tracks were in excellent, adequate condition last year. And Benji Marshall will make a romantic return to West Tigers next season. Marshall won't make a shock comeback to playing, but has been given a senior off-field role with the Tigers, the club he famously helped inspire to the 2005 Premiership. Plans to lure Marshall back to Concord were hatched a month ago. On October 7, the Daily Telegraph ran a back-page story headlined, Come Home Benji. Marshall played 201 NRL games at West Tigers. The superstar player ranked alongside Robbie Farah as the club's greatest player. On Wednesday night, Marshall was formally confirmed as a club ambassador who will also work in player development and corporate. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.